0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, you might remember in October, gone October 2022, speeding fines in this country were doubled. But according to a report in the Irish Independent today, the Road Safety Authority, the RSA themselves, expressed doubt that these increases in the fines would actually curb reckless driving. I quote, Drivers are of the belief that they are unlikely to be caught. Shane Ross is a former minister for transport and he joins me now. Shane, it's good to talk to you. I mean, are the RSA right? Yes, I think so, Kieran. I think uh, it's a
1: well-established uh, <laughs> truth of of uh, criminology that uh, the the deterrent is, is in the the, it's a detect, the detection, not in the punishment. In other words, the threat of punishment, if it's never going to happen, it's not going to deter anybody from doing anything. But if they're going to be caught, if they think they're going to be caught, then they will not speed, and they will not do those things which they which, which which they have been doing. And what the RSA obviously is saying in this piece of research is: look, the the, the doubling of penalties is a good idea uh, because it is attacking speed and other offences of that sort. But if they're not, if the government isn't prepared to ensure that this is implemented, it'll be of absolutely no use whatsoever. So what we're what we're seeing is the possibility that that these doubling of fines, which were in response to appalling road, road hmm. death figures uh, is cosmetic and is not going to be effective and it it's not in fact effect being effective And as we've now seen you know the year of end figures for road deaths are, are absolutely appalling and, and the doubling of figures and the threat of it haven't as of yet had any effect whatsoever.
0: Yeah and I and, know and Jack Chambers who has recently been moved within government has been talking about this in the last couple of days suggesting it's going to be a real focus for him and, and I mean, the trends were all in the wrong direction last year when it comes to uh, speeding and, and fatalities. So this just comes back to the old enforcement argument, then, Shane. Is it?
1: Yeah, it's the enforcement and the political and political will. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very glad to see that what Jack Chambers had to say. He, he hit the ground running when he got his job, and he said he was going. He's going to review speeding. He's identified speeding as the problem, which is. Absolutely in line with what the RSA is saying. And what what, what we were building up to it before before Jack Chambers took over was was what looked like being quite cl- close to a, an unusual conflict between the RSA and the government when the government is saying the answer to speeding is in increasing uh, the fines and the RSA was saying it's not. The answer is to identifying speeding as the problem, increasing fines and implementing that, making sure that people get caught, plus a few other things. But I think Mr. Chambers, I think Jack Chambers has probably realized and certainly public statements have been encouraging. But speeding is the problem. It's the first mm-hmm. time it's been admitted as being the problem by any government ministers. And uh, if he tackles it, I think that'd be very, very welcome. He lives up to his intentions. But the fir- the first signs are, are good, but the figures he's inheriting are absolutely appalling.
0: And it's, it's simply a case of... of- more Guardian and more speed vans, or do we need to be creative? I know there's this uh, pilot project that's ongoing on one of the motorways. There has been debate in the last couple of days as well in the national media about reducing the speed limits on some roads that's this kind of a default 80 kilometres an hour on some roads that are utterly unsuitable for 80 kilometres an hour. What, what, is, is, is it all of the above?
1: It's all of the above, but I mean, there is a, there is a kind of aversion and, and allergy among politicians, particularly on the back benches of Finoff and Finicale, are to to altering speed limits. It seems to me that a lot of the backbenchers represent a point of view that people are entitled to make speed limits, and there's a tradition of doing that and there's a tradition of of, of not having sufficient prosecution. Secondly, I noticed that the RSA in in its research, it did say, and I thought this was very significant, it says consideration should be given to graduated speed limits. Now, that is something which consideration has already been given to when I introduced a bill uh, I brought it to camera just before mm. I left office uh, two and a half years ago on graduated speed limits, and it was accepted by the cabinet. But the moment the government changed, it was dropped and dropped a oh, great relief uh, by Clinton and Finnegan, who, who didn't like it when I introduced it, but accepted mm. it because we were in government. Well, uh, now they took the opportunity to drop this. Yeah, contra- it is controversial
0: yeah. because
1: you know, it obviously affects fair sensibility. Yeah. But the RSA is in favour of, 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 of penalising. It by graduated speed limits. And I think that Mr Chambers would be well to consider reintroducing that.
0: And Michael healy raised is an independent TD for Kerry and he is with us as well. Uh, Michael, what is your view? How do you reverse that awful trend over the last 12 months of an increase in road fatalities and speeding?
2: Well, first of all, my view on this subject has not changed. And I'm glad that the RSA are now saying what I said at the time when they introduced and were supporting the doubling of the penalties and the fines that were imposed on people cut speeding. And that was, I was never in favour of it, because I never saw it being any use whatsoever in helping us with the whole tragedy of people losing their lives on our roads. I just don't agree with it. The doubling of penalty points, the doubling of the fines, I believe that it was the wrong approach. And another thing that is wrong, and it is inherently wrong, is when people are driving along in their cars and when speed vans now are being set up as a monetary exercise in in gathering money. And that is what they are doing. If you see a speed van and if it is just inside the 30 mile limit where a person would be perhaps having their leg on the brake or reducing their speed and it's fine out for people to say, oh, well, you should not be doing one mile or one kilometer over the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Well, if you are entering into a town many times they're set up the exact same as a person shooting fish in a barrel. And uh, they're strategically placed where they will hit the maximum amount of people just for the purpose. It is not in the interest of saving lives they are placed in the, those locations. It is in the interest of keeping the business of, and that is what it is
0: being yeah. treated uh, as now, is, is as is business it not, of is catching it, people. Is it not the case that, yeah, one of the consequences of them you know, sitting behind the the line where the speed suddenly drops down to 30 Mm kilometres an hour is that, yeah, they catch an awful lot of people. But the reason they're there isn't to catch the people. It's kind of an indirect consequence. The reason they're there is that when you get into the town, there's far more likely to be pedestrians. There could be kids walking around. There'll be elderly people putting shopping into the back seats or the boots of cars. And there's a possibility that somebody utterly ignores the 30 kilometre an hour speed limit. They're not resting on the brake as you described. They are going to tear up through the middle of the town and that's why the speed van is there.
2: I honestly wouldn't agree with that. And I think that if you study the whole idea of speed vans and of penalty points when it came out in the first instance, it wasn't what it is now. And that is a business. And it is a business of catching people. It is a business of collecting revenue. And I believe that the hard press motorists that have to pay these fines and the doubling of them, I just don't agree with it. I would agree with many of the measures that could be or would be introduced to save lives, which nobody is looking at. Well, what, what are I, they I, actually? Let's talk about I, them. I, yes, I'll give, you, I, I'll give you a case in point. And there of course, nobody in the RSI, I, RSA, I've never heard them say anything about this because they don't want to talk about it. And if they're really interested in saving lives, if they're really interested in stopping accidents, they should be looking at what causes all of the accidents and what is, what is the problems in all the different locations. And I've highlighted on many, many occasions the issue of deer wandering onto roads. No one in the RSA has ever picked up on it. In the location where I live in Kerry it, and throughout many parts of Ireland, but I know that in Kerry it's a major problem on our roads. And I know sections of roads where there are accidents on a daily basis involving deer straying onto the roads. But no one from the RSA is one bit interested in that. Another issue that they're not one bit interested in, and that is the whole issue of hedgerows growing out onto roads and country roads, which in many, many cases on a daily basis causes accidents because people are keeping out from the ditches and they're hitting into oncoming cars. These are simple, straightforward matters which would reduce accidents, mm. injuries, and deaths. Well, for but much of the year, so you, you you know more
0: that. for much of the year you can cut those hedgerows, and you and no, you, can, you and you can that. cut them in the summer as well, can't you? When they are a danger to motorists and when they obscure road signs. No, the reason why it's such a big problem is because it's the issue of the responsibility. Who is
2: responsible for it? Okay. The Road Traffic Act will tell you that it's the landowners. In many instances, it's hard to get or to convince or to find landowners who, are, who do own. In many of the cases, it's the state themselves who own the hedgerows, and they don't want to cut them themselves, and it's themselves own it. But again, the RSA, the silence is deafening from them on issues like this. And I will again come back to the issue of the deer. Uh, The Gardaí and Kerry, for example, and I'm sorry for keeping on about Kerry, but that's my job. Uh, The the Gardaí and Kerry will well know of the amount of accidents uh, that occur on a daily basis involving deer. And we can't get the RSA to say, do, or come up with one solution Mm. to this problem because all they're interested in is increasing fines for speeding motorists, increasing penalty points, putting more speedbends in more locations, and I simply don't agree with that. You know
0: what Eamon Ryan, were he listening to this show right now, he might well be, for all I know. He would say this is exactly why some party members in the Green Party talk about reintroducing wolves and other alpha predators to Kerry.
2: We have enough problems now than without taking advice from Minister Ryan, because if we were to take his advice, we'd have no trouble on our roads because we'd all be on bicycles or we'd be on foot. But I live in the real world, not in the world of Minister Raymond Ryan and his fanciful ideas, which many, if not all of, I wouldn't agree with.
0: Michael Healy-Ray, Independent TD for Kerry Shane Ross, former Minister for Transport. Gentlemen, thank you both very much uh, for joining me. Niall in Limerick says, hi Kieran. are speed vans allowed to use those checkpoints on the side of the motorway where the sign says Garda use uh, only? Well certainly they do use them, uh, Niall in my experience. Uh, One listener says, "Sort out the utterly daft speed limits on Irish roads, 60 kilometres an hour on a dual carriageway and 100 kilometres an hour on back roads in rural areas. It's absolutely nuts. And Steve says, Shane Ross is right, where I am, in rural County Sligo, the speed are shocking. Guys, flying down the old national road, the N59, with no shoulder and hedges to the road edge at 120 kilometres an hour plus 100 kilometres an hour is an inappropriate speed limit. Once in a while, there's a car wrapped around a wall, but never any guardie. There's no chance of anyone ever being caught, and everyone knows this. So says Steve. Steve, thank you for the text. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays, from four on News Talk.